Welcome to another episode of the Break It Down for Brackens podcast. Today's interview is with Steph Hoddle. Steph owns Steel Magnolias at Hot Mess Farms in Jefferson County. Let's listen as she breaks down her experience, expertise, and the drive it takes to run a small farm and a flower shop. Hey there, Steph. Hello. Thanks for joining me for the uh, Break It Down for Brackens podcast. Thanks for having me. Right on. So, Stephanie, uh, you opened Steel Magnolia's Flower Shop, which is located at Hot Mess Acres, yes. correct? Mm-hmm. Nice. Um, tell me a little bit about yourself. Okay, so I am a local designer for Steel Magnolia's, obviously. Um, I've been doing this for about 13 plus years. Uh, started at another shop and then decided when I moved to a different area to open my own shop. And that's what I've been doing for about a year now. Nice, nice. Um, Hot Mess Acres, I assume you have animals? Yes. Okay, so I live on a 10-acre farmette out of Charlestown. Um, I have cows, horses, chickens, pigs, and soon to be this year, a flower farm portion. I also have three beautiful children. Okay. And all kinds of stuff going on at Hot Mess Acres. Three children. I have two girls and a boy. Numerous cattle. Numerous cattle. I have four cows, uh, one very large pig. How big's the pig? About 450 pounds. He's a pet. He literally comes to me like a dog would, like answers to his name, comes running, everything. They're all kind of trained like that. That's awesome. Yeah. That's awesome. Um, So why a flower shop? Tell me about um, how you got started. So I started off um, right out of high school. I went to a shop because my grandparents actually knew someone who was looking for help, and I needed a job. So I decided to go there. I went there to answer the phones, sweep the floors, general labor, clean up after all these designers. Didn't know a single thing about flowers. And I ended up being there for 12 years. How many, how many years ago was this? Uh, 2003. Okay. Yeah, that's when I graduated. I started there in September of 03. Um, but they had kind of an issue one day. Long story short, a girl quit. The owner came to me and said, I need your help. I wasted a whole disposable camera roll on one arrangement that I made because I thought it was the most beautiful thing in the entire world, and that's how it started. That was your first arrangement? That was my first arrangement, and I knew absolutely not even what a daisy was. And from there, I just literally looked at pictures, whatever I had to do to try and learn and talk to the other designers. And about two years after that of playing around and dabbling, they asked me to be a full-time designer. And that's what I did. Nice. I feel like some of your descriptions were a little bit broad there. So, okay. So, I mean, you skipped over years of training and experience. What are, what, what are some things that stick out in your head from back when you worked there that helped inspire you to be where you are now? Um, well, I've seen the possibilities of what this business could do and how it affects people every day. It's not just flowers. I mean... It's a way of expressing things. It's a way of telling someone how you feel, just a small, generous gift. I mean, there's so many different... It's not just flowers. It's a lot of things. And I watched what she did for a lot of people in the community, bringing her flowers to everyone, and it just really inspired me. And 
I just grew to love it. That's awesome. That's awesome. Okay. So when did you officially open Steel Magnolias? January of 2019. Where's it located? Uh, it's 4828 Summit Point Road, Charlestown, West Virginia. Nice. So what uh, challenges have you had since opening? Um, challenges are, one, people knowing where I am. Um, people not actually coming or knowing that it's not a storefront. You know, it's here on the farm. Mm-hmm. And there's a shop on the farm. But as far as getting my name out there and things like that, for people to realize it's not just someone's house that they live at. There's an actual business there also. Gotcha. Yeah, I, I can see where that would be confusing if you're driving looking for the address, the business address, and you drive by like it's a house. Like, that's, not, that's not the right place. Yeah, right? because people pull up and see my roosters in the driveway, and they think, what is going on? <laughs> hot mess. So okay. it's, yeah, the hot mess acres. Right, and, and uh, my notes here say that it's a flower shop. It is um, definitely a flower shop. Yeah, so like in my mind, it naturally goes to the word florist. Is it the same as a no. florist? Is there a difference between a flower shop and a florist? Absolutely not. I am so, I don't know if the word's offended. I don't know. I'm not a fan of the word florist. I feel like florist is super old school, stereotype. I don't even know what the word it just is not, I'm not a fan of it. So I'm Steel Magnolia's flower shop. I think flower shop just sounds fun and friendly. That's what it is. It's welcoming. It's not just your typical, oh, let me go to the florist. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to pick on you now. Okay. Because I, we got vague again. So you said the word florist is old school. Mm-hmm. But if I was going to open a store that sold flowers, uh-huh. I might call it a florist. Right. Would I be acting old school, or is there something that delineates the difference, or are you just this kind of a new wave, a new style of flower acquisition? I think it's definitely a new thing. I don't, I'm an old soul, so I appreciate all things older and vintage and things like that, but there is just something about this, it's a stereotype, I think, to me, with the word florist. They just see florist, and everybody, you know, the florist, they do the same thing, the same designs, the same, it's just bland. Gotcha. And I like flower shop. It's, you're coming to get flowers, so it should be a flower shop. Nice. Okay. So, to take all the personality out of it, why not use or why not use 1-800 flowers? I think it's called. Or is it possible? Or I guess explain the differences differences between you and something like 1-800 flowers. How does that work? Do they call you and ask you to make flowers or? You know, how's that working? Okay, so 1-800-Flowers, we'll use them as an example because there's multiple online flower shops or flowers that can be ordered online through different companies, but we'll use 1-800-Flowers. So, Kevin, you're going to order a dozen roses through 1-800-Flowers. You're sitting at your desk at work. You want to order your wife flowers. You click on 1-800-Flowers. You get a picture. Pretty simple, right? You want to order this. You pay $75 for a dozen roses. You then go to the next page where you want to purchase that dozen roses, or you can do a deluxe version. You know, they always ask you if you want to upgrade something, you know, a couple extra bucks, whatever, if that's what you want to do. So you choose to just do the standard because it looks pretty and full with this picture that's all over the Internet. It's not a design that, you know, someone else 
might be different from you know somebody else's design. It's just a typical. So, so you're saying it's a it's a picture of a dozen roses, not necessarily the arrangement that I'm right. That is oh, okay. yes. So it's an actual. It's just a picture. That doesn't mean that that's exactly what you're going to get, and that's the difference between ordering online and calling an actual flower shop. So you continue to do this, but with purchasing the $75 rose arrangement, you're going to tack on a $695 charge that is for 1-800 flowers to direct your order to a flower shop which is an actual shop and then you're going to have to pay another ten dollars for delivery so they can send the ten dollars to delivery for the flower shop and then your taxes and everything so by the time you're done your 75 dollar arrangement is now up to a hundred dollars maybe a little bit more with fees and taxes um so, so for the most part 1-800-Flowers figured out where I was and looked into, looked on the internet and found a florist that I could have called anyways. Yes, so what they do is they put in your recipient's address, where you're going, so to Charlestown. Um, or if it's out of state, they call, they have a list and they call flower shops to see, it's 1-800-Flowers, we have a delivery going to wherever, and then they ask if they will fill that order. The shop then asks, okay, you know, the information and how much do they have for the order. They'll either accept it or deny it because usually by the time the fees come out that they have taken, your $75 order for your rose arrangement, which is a typical price for a dozen roses at any shop anywhere, is now down to like 40 bucks because of everything that has come out so 1-800-Flowers can make their money. Okay, that makes sense. Mm -hmm. That makes sense. And um, the difference... I mean, if I call 1-800-Flowers and I order something, they say it'll be there at a certain day. Mm -hmm. I, I, I know people, and I think I personally have had experiences where 25% of the time it's the right order. Mm -hmm. It never looks like the picture. What you order. But it's already arrived. Right. And you can't, like, back up mm -hmm. and say, oh, that's not what I ordered. Grumpy, grumpy, whatever. Yeah. Um, the difference... So, but if they, it could be there in three or four days. Right, and you like, think as a customer that that's a good turnaround time. Yeah. How, how do you compare? So, let's take out 1-800-Flowers. You decide to Google local flower shops near me. I come up, you call me. So, I personally answer. I personally talk to you about what you're wanting to order. I tell you that the roses are $75. There's a $5 delivery charge and tax. All of that money, besides the delivery charge, obviously, and the tax, that $75 is for the $75 for your flowers. I'm not cutting out the fill, the greens, or giving you a cheaper, smaller rose. You're going to get the nice quality roses, long stem, short stem, whatever you want, for that price. And then, I mean, you, you know exactly what you're getting. It's not like you, you're basing it off of a picture. And I usually do, typically almost with every order, same-day order, if not the next day. That's awesome. Same because I order. have to have it in stock, you know what I mean? And if I don't, then I order. That kind of blocks my next question, which was if I'm in a pinch, if I'm in a hurry, I could just go to a local grocery store and pick something up. But I've done that in the past, but I've also ordered flowers from you in the past. And mm -hmm. the flowers that I get from you seem to be higher quality, or like you said, bigger roses, not yeah. smaller roses. How do you compare... And I guess it really comes down to delivery. I, I'm not delivery, but I want the roses 
to go to my wife mm-hmm. on the timeline that I want them, how how capable are you meeting timelines? So usually, say, if you ordered on a Monday and for some reason I had something come up over the weekend and I used all my red roses, I will either, A, if you want to do a different color, if not, it's your wife's birthday, you know, something is, you know, you for last minute. It happens, I get it. Um, I can either offer you another color or if I cannot absolutely have that, I don't have that color, I can't get that color today, my turnaround time is the next day. So you might be able to do something smaller for her or a mix. I'll try to give you options of what I can do. But generally, if you order something on a Tuesday and you want it on Wednesday, and I know that I can, I have time to get it from my wholesaler, they come the next morning fresh, and then I can either do morning, I offer like before noon delivery or that next, I mean that same day, but later in the afternoon. So I guess what people need to know is just give you a call. Just call me. Yeah, That's yeah. the answer. Just call me. I mean, I'm not opposed to anyone going just for a quick grab at the grocery store. But there's a difference because... Like if I'm in trouble and I need to get... Right, and you need to I get need to something. Kiss right. some butt yeah. some flowers and right. something, I might grab it right there. Yeah. But if I have a little bit of time, I'm preparing for an event like an f- uh, anniversary or a birthday, Right. I should call Steph. Yeah, and people know dates. This is what's really important to me. You know when your wife's birthday is. You know when your, her, you know, your anniversary is. I get some people lose track and forget things, but you always pretty much generally know. So if you at least give me a day <laughs> ahead of time, you should remember. But if it, even if it is a day, I have bailed a lot of people out from last minute things, but that's because I like to also go the extra mile. So, you know, you get really nice quality stuff and it also gets you out of the doghouse or you don't seem to forget that, you know, the birthday or the anniversary was there. You know what would be really neat is if I could just send you the important dates ahead of time. I do do that as well. Really? I have old school cards, index cards with customers on it. I now switch it because I save everything on my phone. Mm-hmm. But yeah, with their orders, their previous orders, dates, everything, it all pops up on a invoicing system I use. Yeah, it'd be great if you had the ability to say, hey, we're three weeks out from your anniversary, Kevin. To give you a budget? call or send you a text or do something like that. What is like your that. budget? Yeah, but I do keep all of that on file. Do you know how hard it's going to be to tell you no, I don't want flowers <laughs> for my anniversary in three no, weeks? I understand. You could probably close a lot of sales by being yeah, proactive. That proactive. Way. Yeah, I think it's a, I mean, it's a good idea. Because I'm not allowed to say no. Right. I'm like, no, Stephanie, I'm not, I'm not giving doing flowers <laughs> right. to Jenny. Right. I'm like, yes, you are. Yeah, I know, right? Yeah. <laughs> yeah it's, that's like force-feeding the sale. That's yeah. great. That's great. So that's great. That answers a lot of my questions I had about flower shops. Mm-hmm. Um, what kind of volume are you doing? Like when you think of what kind of your daily projects are when you're making flowers or arrangements, or what's something that is kind of routine that you really enjoy doing? So typically every day, I mean, I can have five orders to 20 orders. It all depends on the customer volume and who needs what on certain days. But every day is either just thinking of you, happy birthdays, and a lot of times sympathies. That's really, you know, where a lot of people call and need flowers. Um, But daily changes, because like I said, I can just have the everyday bouquets to funerals or a wedding coming up on, you know, a certain weekend. Um, But I've 
I really like the everyday design and I'm not a cookie cutter flower shop which means I'm not looking at the picture on the internet and I'm just going to copy it. Every single design that I do, I don't think I've ever made two of the same except for a wedding where I have to. So every single design is different. It's unique. I always ask about colors, their, their style. Do they like country style? Do they like wildflower? Are they more modern? Is there a certain flower they like, don't like colors? I try to get as much information from the customer about the person or the recipient it's going to before I do the design. Touching on that, let's, let's talk about what comes with an arrangement. What kind of resources or uh, additional add-ons do you offer when you sell somebody an arrangement? Okay, so with the arrangement, I do do the option, do you want a um, vase arrangement or do you want a wrapped bouquet? Because some ladies like to just have a wrapped bouquet that they can go home and put in a vase that they've had for years and years, you know? So I can do either one and I always ask. Um, extras, as far as things that go with it, people ask me all the time if I do um, balloons, yes. Uh, I've done candy baskets, gift cards, pretty much anything that you want. Like I said, the only time it's a little bit difficult is if you call me at four o'clock one evening and you need something in an hour but pretty much anything is <laughs> available right. that I can get whether it is a teddy bear chocolates anything gift card all kinds of stuff okay any kind of extra um, let's let's bump up to a, a larger project you know uh, tell me about um, one of the projects that uh, really stick out in your mind maybe it's a wedding or a funeral or something that you Maybe it was a big one for the month or the big one for the quarter. What, uh, what would that be? Um, weddings are, are my, big, my big deals, I call them. Um, I typically have between two or three a month starting of the season, usually in April. Wedding season is usually anywhere from April until October, sometimes November. Um, I call them my big deals because that is a very huge day for people. Um, as far as flowers, anything, I mean, from your, the whole day, I mean, people who are married know what it's about, you know, and you can do something simple to something exquisite, but tell me about an awesome one that I've done an awesome one. I've done a lot of awesome weddings, but, um, I did do a wedding for a Washington Redskin player. Um, this was a couple years ago and <laughs> Between that one, and it was all kind of like in like a three-month span, I also had a wedding for three sisters. All three sisters got married May, June, July. So one in May, one in June, one in July. They were down at Lansdowne Resort is where they got married. Each sister, I had nicknames for them for their weddings. One was a feather wedding, the pink diamond wedding, and the other one was, she, it was just like the, I call it the vampire wedding because it was all red and black. It was very dark, and, but that was just her style and sure. what it was. Okay. Um, but those, mag, or, those weddings were featured in the Knot magazine, so they were really special to me. The, what, what's that? The, the Knot Not magazine. So the Knot magazine, for all the girls out there pretty much know what it is, but it's a, it's a brand of a bridal magazine that's here in the United States. But it's, so it's, it's a whole country. It's not just regional? Oh, yeah, it's the whole country. It's huge. Good, the Knot is online. The Knot is on bookshelves. The Knot's everywhere. Nice. Yeah. That's awesome. Mm -hmm. um, what about one of your biggest? What was one of your biggest uh, 
contracts that sticks out? Uh, I had a contract with the Washington Redskins. So they came to me, actually, a player himself came to me, and uh, it was Chris Cooley. Chris Cooley opened a pottery studio in downtown Leesburg. He had seen some things on the internet about these flower arrangements that were unique and different, and he was looking for the designer of this, you know, these pieces that he had saw. And he, um, <laughs> my phone rang on a Friday night. There's literally probably like 10 stems of flowers left in the cooler. And he calls me and says he needs like 10 pieces made for his pottery stu studio that's opening tonight. Wow. Yeah, and I'm like, okay. So I, one, I think it's a joke because Chris Cooley's calling me himself. <laughs> and right. two, I'm like, what am I going to do for this? But I ended up doing it, took it down to a studio, had a great time with that, and from there, I ended up picking up the contract with the Washington Redskins. So it went from doing anything from their kids' birthday parties to their wives' birthday parties, NFL parties, anything, from like Lansdowne Resort to Belmont Country Club, all over Loudoun County, because you know that's where they're based out of. That's great, and yeah. that, was, that was back, I guess, when you were moonlighting to determine if this really was a shop you wanted to open. Yeah. That's yeah. when everything was like kind of spinning and trying to put it all together. That's awesome. Yeah. That is super, super awesome. Um, I know that you have plans for hot mess acres. And yeah. Remind anybody who's <laughs> listening how to get there. Okay. So hot mess acres, actually, that just kind of happened this year. Um, as far as steel magnolias, there's history with that name, too. It's always been close to my heart. But like I said, I live on a 10-acre farmette. There is a lot of stuff happening at my house 24-7, whether it's the animals, my kids, my life, everything. And it's always crazy. So I needed something to just go with the flow, you know what I mean, and put a name on it. And that's what I ended up doing. I always told people in my family, you know, it's always a circus. It's not a farm. It's a circus out here. It's busy. It's crazy. There's a lot of stuff going on. People that know me personally know that as well. Um, but I was like, I can't put the name something circus on my farm name. So I figured out, you know, everyone's always telling me I'm like a hot mess express. Well, I just kind of went with it one day and I was like, you know what? Steel Magnolia is at hot mess acres because it literally is everything about my life in those words. And I just wanted to make it official. Well, managing a giant pig. <laughs> Who couple, comes in the house. A couple cows. <laughs> Some horses and some chickens, mm -hmm. three children. Yeah, it it's sounds, a circus. Sounds like a yeah. Sounds like a three ring circus. Yeah, it no is doubt. a three ring circus. So, what are your plans? So plans are, I am never going to leave my farm. That's what I say. That's like my dream spot. I love it there, and I want to just do everything off of the land there. Like it's just fun. So, I plan on doing a flower garden this year, dipping my toes into growing my own flowers. Okay. Mm -hmm. Continue the description of flower garden for me. Okay. Um, as far as growing, I want to dabble. Hold on. I mean, like, for me, the customer. Right. Okay. What I'm going to grow. I don't know. I don't know. I'm going to explain it to okay. you. Okay. So flower growing, which means, no, I'm not growing, like, stuff you'd see in everybody's yard. Growing flowers that I'm able to cut every day for these awesome arrangements and for people to come out and cut. And everything, not a lot of people know what flowers are. People know what daisies are. People know what, you know, carnations are and things like that. There'll be things like that, 
but there will also be different things. And as far as me growing, I want other people to be able to come out and enjoy it too. So with that, there'll be you know, a field with sunflowers, a field with daisies, or dahlias, I'm sorry, not daisies. Different things, all labeled, everybody, you know what I mean? So everybody kind of gets to see what all the different unique flowers are, and they're able to cut them also. Oh, so we, we, we can pick our own. Yeah, so I'm also going to be doing that. I did that years ago for someone else, way bigger setup than what I had. She had 50 acres. But it was so nice to be able to walk out into this field, and she had mason jars set, and it was just nice for people to just go out and cut their own flower mix and, is you that, know, and is enjoy that it. Is that kind of like a um, fill the mason jar for... 10 bucks yep, or whatever. Yep, that's exactly what my game plan is, to have just my little setup with the jars, the, the actual scissors or shears that you would use to cut the flowers so they don't destroy them. Sure. And you go out and you pick a bunch, and what is that? I always forget what that's called, when you just like leave a jar for people to put money in. Uh, I don't know what that's called. Donations. Yeah, you know, donations, but there's something like, um, I don't know, it's something else that they call it. I don't know what it is, but that's my game plan. I want to grow but everybody to be able to enjoy it and also make it easier for me to just be able to go out and pick what I need and just have a fresh cut for arrangements for the day. That's neat, and it also makes your location more of a destination, so. Yeah, and it's a fun spot out there because I encourage people all the time, like come to the farm. Maybe I've got- come see the cow. People come see the cows, the horses, the pig. I always have stuff that they're like ready so like kids can feed them. I was actually thinking about having some sort of like farm day, you know what I mean? So people can come out, take pictures in the sunflower field, pet the pig, you know, you, anything like that. You mentioned before, before we were sort of recording about like a selfie area. Yes, I'm big on that. I did that in October for my open house. So I had the actual hay ring that I feed my horses and my cows out of. I rolled it out of my field. I set it up in a wooded area that I have with this pretty stone wall behind it on my property. I decorated it with fresh flowers, pumpkins, all this. I had my friend, Johanna, come out. She's a professional photographer. And she took pictures of families at different times. I like to encourage things like that. Plus, it gets her business. It also brings people out to me. So she was able to bring clients to your property? Yes. Oh, that's awesome. She brought clients to my property, and I also had my clients sign up through her to come out and have their pictures taken. Flowers. That's a great cross-promotion. Well, I love it. I love supporting other people. But see, flowers, people are like, oh, they're so expensive. Photographers, oh, they're so expensive. So her and I went together. I set up a beautiful background flower drop, and she knew that she was gonna have people come out that signed up, so she lowered the price. 25 bucks is what she did for like four poses, and she emailed them to the families. That's and that's really, really good. Yeah, and it just, it promotes her business, it promotes my business, and it turned out beautifully. But yes, I want people to be able to come out, something that doesn't cost a lot of money, or they, you know, and just get people out and to do things, and come take a picture with some sunflowers and cows. How is your social media presence? I, my Facebook for Steel Magnolias has grown tremendously since Christmas time. I was always one to like, oh, I had like 16 likes, you know, when I first started on my page to- She's 16? Huh? 16? I had like 16 likes, right? Oh, yeah, sure. But I'm like, how do I really, I'm not a techie person, but I figured Facebook's been around for a while, so I took my time, I dabbled in it. 
And now I'm up to like almost 900 people, which is good. But I post on my Steel Magnolias page every single day, whether it's the arrangements I'm doing that day, upcoming events, because I do those also at the farm, or anything. I do countdowns, giveaways. A lot of it's based off of my Facebook page. And then I also have a website this year. What's the website? It is shopsteelmagnoliasflowershop.com. Shop, mm-hmm. steel magnolias, flower shop, mm-hmm. dot com. Mm-hmm. Okay, yeah. cool. <laughs> yeah. Wow. Yeah. Okay. Um, so that's good. You have a website. You got good social media. Um, what are some? I only have one or two more questions left. Okay. But um, if you haven't figured out by listening already, I guess what makes steel magnolias at Hot Mess Acres <laughs> truly special? What sets it apart from? another startup that might happen in two years or one that started two years ago. Right. Every single business out here is different. Every single business. It's not just that I'm the most special or, like you said, someone that's already started or two years down the road. As for me with Steel Magnolias, it's truly my life and my love and put every single thing into it. I think I'm super friendly, super professional, and I know a lot about it. And if I, there's something I don't know, you know, I'll tell you. Super honest. Just, it's just my life and my love. And I put everything into it. And I want people also to be able to experience that too. And it's like, again, it comes back to the whole, it's flowers. But if you really think about it, flowers are everywhere and can be everywhere and create such a different atmosphere for people. It's like a small detail, but yet can be such... It can be so big, you know, for anybody. But it's, it goes with the flowers, to the farm, to everything. It's just a fun experience. Okay. And then, like, what else do you think? Uh, the quality of the flowers that I get in. Um, that goes back to what we were talking about, just going to the quick grocery store. I order flowers from either local flower growers, like I plan on doing myself this year, but people okay. that are already established that cut flowers for me to sell. Um, that they've grown, or I order from my wholesaler, which they are able to get flowers from all over the world, and they are literally sent to me the next day. Okay. (laughs) So flowers from all over the world. Can you give me an example or two of why I need flowers (laughs) from somewhere else? (laughs) From somewhere else. Okay. In my mind, all the flowers are here for the most part. All right. Let's think about this. my simple mind. Right. So let's think about this. Um... What's the temperature outside right now? 30 degrees, 34s, you know, under 40, right? Uh-huh. You see many people's flower gardens blooming? Okay. <laughs> no, I don't. So, right. So people always ask me too, well, I want to know what's in season. Their biggest shock is when they call me and say, oh, I want, I'm going to say it my way, peonies, peonies. Uh-huh. And people are like, they know peonies are grown in May. That's prime time. Mother's Day weekend is when peonies start to pop. Okay. But I'm able to get them all year round because in other places of the world, they have temperatures that are fit for those growing conditions. That really makes me feel dumb having not thought of that. (laughs) You don't have to think about that. But that's why I'm here because I know things like that. You know what I mean? So if you want you know, peonies for Jenny, and that's her favorite flowers in December, 
I can get them. Yes, there will be a price increase, but you can get them sure. all the time. Flowers come from everywhere. A lot of them come from Ecuador. Okay. The, flower, the roses that come in, um, they're grown either normally, which sounds crazy, or hydroponically. That's a big thing for people now. Um, or places like Thailand, that's especially like for tropicals, like orchids and, you know, different, there's so many different flowers, so many different flowers, and there's endless possibilities, but it's pretty much anything I can get around the world, and it literally ships right to my house. Why are you known as the extra girl? Extra. Extra. <laughs> extra. Um, I really want to grow this business. And I think little gestures and little details go so far with everything, not just with flowers and life in general. It's how I was taught, you know, it's the little things. Right. And like this morning, I'll give you an example. I did an arrangement for a baby boy. A customer called me. She wanted to order three white carnations, dyed blue, you know, okay. in a... You know what my response to her was? No. Hell to the no. Okay. Sorry. I don't, I don't dye anything. I don't spray anything. It's so unnatural. The reason why she asked me that is because she didn't know that there were blue flowers. There's actual blue flowers that grow blue naturally. Okay. So um, I ended up taking, for this cute little baby boy, I ordered her in some blue flowers that she didn't even know, and I put them in an antique blue ball mason jar. It's not something you do for every order, but I figured, you know, something old, something new, something borrowed, something blue, even though it's for a baby. The added little extra of that antique jar she thought was the coolest thing ever that I did. And that's where I like to make every design different. You know what I mean? So I'm always going, I think, like the extra mile for people. Or, you know, with notes or a little gift or... That's great. However, Even the extra half mile goes a long way. Yeah, these days. and that's awesome. how I am with my customers, too, as far as when they order. That's what I was saying earlier. When you order a flower arrangement from me, I'm like, okay, Kevin, can I have your contact information? You say yes, and I always ask the customer, is this a number I can text? And they're like, yes, why? I like to send a picture. And they're like, oh, I like to send a picture of what you ordered and what I'm delivering. So you also see what the recipient is receiving. Because I think it's fair, if you're paying for this flower order, you ought to know what you're getting. So I send you a picture of that as well. So just a little extra. That's really good. I, I find that um, businesses that stay in contact, and not like through token newsletters, but for example, my painting business. If we're running behind schedule by a day or two getting somewhere, we let mm -hmm. people know the minute we know we're going to be behind we're schedule. We're going to be behind schedule, yeah. If we're working on a project and it's going to take us another day or two to finish and we didn't foresee it taking that long, mm -hmm. we let them know as right. soon as Something's, possible. Something's Yeah, and I've ha now I've had some mishaps happen. I've had where someone orders in a specific flower and the wholesaler calls me and says it came in, but it didn't come in good. So then they don't send it to me. Well, what am I going to do? Yeah, you know what I mean? sold it, right. I've had, I mean, I've already had this person, you know. So I've, again, going back to the extra, I will call another shop. I will call and see if I can get something different. 
what do they want to do? You tell me what you want me to do because I just want them to be happy but also understand. I've even had flowers get stuck in customs for a wedding before. And that's really difficult because a wedding's on Saturday. You don't change a wedding date. And customs. Yeah. So wow. when the flowers come right. from overseas, they go through customs just like everything else. And I've had flowers seized in customs because of a bug or something crazy that was sure, okay. in it. So I've been down that road, but that's when I will get in my car and I'm driving three hours away to my wholesaler so I can go pick out and do what I need to do. You know what I mean? There's, there's always an option. There's always a way to fix things. There's... Well, Steph, it, I, I'm, I'm kind of trying to wrap up this podcast, but <laughs> I have so many more questions. And I can if, talk for um, days. If you are, I guess, what are your plans for hiring? Like, do you plan on having staff? Because okay. you can't do it all yourself. So people have asked me that too. I literally am owner, designer, delivery, salesperson, the whole shebang. It's me. Um, right now I'm able to handle it, you know, starting out and getting this. But once I build and I plan on building and keep growing, I have great designers that are willing to come work for me. Good. That I've worked with from the many moons ago, and it means a lot to me because a lot of, everyone, I was always the baby. These women were older, you know, been doing this for like 30, 40 years. They're still kick-ass designers, but they're part-time or retired or however, but still wanna dabble in it. They're, they're on my social media, they talk to me all the time about my stuff and we wanna come see you, and they're always willing to help or do whatever, but I definitely plan on having future employees when it comes to design, because I'm not gonna be able to handle all the work by myself, exactly. but. Okay, two more pro questions, I promise, mm -hmm. so just two more. Um, what can we, what are we looking for in the future from Steel Magnolias? Like, what, 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 what's happening this year? This year, the actual shop is happening. So, I plan on having not only the space to grow and cut like we talked about earlier but an actual space where you people can walk into pick what they want shop in the little gift shop part you know because that's other things i do too you know what i mean i have different things that people are able to buy like home decor and you know just a little bit of stuff for gift wise that people have that are you know they can come out and look at all that you know you know you're you got to be ready Okay. I'm ready. Because, no, what I'm saying is you're, you're like one meeting at the Chamber of Commerce away from being so backed up. How are you going to handle explosive growth? I mean, are you ready for... Yeah, I think you know why. Because I've put it off for so long. I'm not a procrastinator. But when it comes to myself, I tend to back off a little bit. Some people are a little bit... Some people I think are easier to do for others than do for themselves. Sure. I've been putting this off for a long time. I finally got out of my comfort zone last year, got my business license, and said I'm gonna go out with a bang. After the craziness of the past year, I feel like I don't make resolutions, I make goals. And I have set small goals for myself this year, but this year will be my year for Steel Magnolias to boom. That was a great answer. Thank you. Last thing. Um, Promos throughout the year, what do you typically, or what do you plan to have, maybe spring, summer, fall, winter? How can we uh, get people to really jump at 
visiting Steel Magnolias at Hotmiss Acres? Okay, so I've done a couple things before, but this year I want to do things a little bit differently. I'm all about family time, social time, and doing things together, especially as a family. Um, and I have the space, so I was actually thinking about springtime, I always do some sort of wreath class. That's usually a female thing, you know, males are welcome too. Uh Um, Wreath and bows and things like that that people like to make and learn, and I've done that before and it was an awesome turnout. Um, Summertime, I do want to have like an on the farm day uh, that's really designed for family and kids. Whether it's having, I've talked to local 4-H, I'm all about local, so a local 4-H girl to having their like food truck come out to I know a person who does like balloon um what are the moon bounces and things like that and kids being able to come out feed the animals play with the animals have you know just a good like just so everyone knows where I am and can come out and know that everyone's welcome from your kids to to whoever and it's not just about the flowers but you get to see where I am and what I'm doing and you get to experience it with me that's really great um and then I guess the fall is too far out to really um, think about Fall, it. I always think about fall. Fall is like a huge wedding time for me. Okay. So I actually thought about, you never know about the weather around here. Right. But I actually thought about doing like my own type of bridal show. Not just for flowers, of course, but yes, me being the main of course. florist. But right. I'd like to have people from local shops come out and also have, you know, if it's a wedding dress, you know, shop or I know a great baker you know what I mean like all from in the community like I just want to feed off of everyone's energy and everything from the community and we all come together and we can grow from that I think we feed off your energy well thanks you've got so much energy so much that, going on thanks uh what was the website again uh shop steel magnolias I know it's long flowershop.com shop steel magnolias flower mm-hmm. it's then, on my facebook page which what's is the facebook steel magnolias flower shop okay um people sometimes there's like a couple different steel magnolias but it's literally well if you know me but it's a picture of me on my profile picture okay. it has my address and everything on there charlestown so you can see all that so you kind of can decipher which and that's on I summit am. point road heading just out of town yep okay good and then um I think you got great ideas. I'm I'm really pumped to see where it goes. Yeah, me too. I know I know uh, <laughs> Jenny might be interested in that that wreath making yeah. class. You know, and yeah. then I'd love to get out there and get a selfie in front of a bunch of sunflowers. And, and the cow, awesome. right? And definitely the cow. <laughs> well, Jenny's got to get. You got to bring Jenny out yeah, for the Jenny cow. Jenny loves the cow. Yeah, she loves the cow. Is there anything we miss? Anything that you want to communicate to uh, anybody listening? I just really want everyone to know me, where I am. It's an open door flower shop. Flower shop. But it's it's just a welcoming, fun place and you get to share it with others or do it for yourself. And I just want people to know that I'm here and able to do things for any and all occasion. And it's not just for flowers, it can be for It sounds easy. It sounds easy to get a hold of you. Super easy. Sounds like your service is on point. Yeah. So Everybody, give Steph Hoddle a call at Steel Magnolias at Hot Mess Acres. What was the phone number? 304-261-1193. Awesome. Well, thanks for being on my podcast. Thank you. Thanks for breaking it down for brackets. Right, schooling you on the flowers. Yeah. (laughs) Thank you. I would like to thank City National Bank in Ranson, West Virginia, 
they have graciously allowed me to record this podcast in their conference room. City National Bank is a full-service community bank that provides an array of financial services. They offer a range of free checking accounts and saving products, savings products for both consumers and business customers. City National Bank also offers competitive low-rate and low-cost lending products for home equity lines of credit, consumer and business loans, including no-down-payment mortgages. I personally bank with Melissa Knott at City National. She truly takes care of my business and personal banking needs. She can be reached at both the Ranson and Charlestown branches in Jefferson County, West Virginia. Check them out at www.bankatcity.com.